everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Blah, 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 blah. I would pick Alejandro up, but he's uh, enjoying himself on the floor right now. Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah, he would. Uh, what he does now is he just grabs things and then hammers mm-hmm. them on the ground. Proving that he's going to be a little man's man because he's already okay. working on his carpentry skills. That's right. Little man's man. Yep. My little man's man. Right, buddy? Uh-huh. Anyway. Dragon, How are you? Sorry. Yes. I, I do a lot of things with my kid that involve me with making faces at him. And then he smiles at me. Yeah. So that's whenever there's a dead silence, that's probably me doing that. Yeah. It's because Birdo's making a weird face. It's, it's mostly a screaming face, to be honest. But he, like happy. You don't, you don't know. what he, he likes a few things. Number one is me doing a screaming face for some reason. Yeah. Number two is when I smile, I slowly smile. So it's like uh, I do a full smile, but it takes me like 30 seconds to do it. <laughs> that, by the way, uh, I, I do it while Caroline's feeding him. Yeah. And she gets a little annoyed because when he starts to get excited that I'm doing it, he he like moves his head so much that he can't. Uh, she can't eating. feed him. Yeah. Yeah. So she just gets annoyed that he's doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting you in trouble with mommy. So obnoxious. <laughs> You, yeah. uh, not, not Alejandro, you specifically. Yeah, yeah, so man. Poor Caroline. So, yeah, and then uh, the other thing he does now is whenever I make funny faces, uh, funny noises, he laughs. So when I go like, brah, <laughs> brah. Now, now, he's, now he's ignoring you. He's like, whatever, what been, dad. It's not even cool. So this is what I've been doing the last uh, couple of uh, days. And for those of you who, if it goes silent, that's because... Uh, Zoom is <laughs> okay. The dragon is making faces and he's jumping now. Um, <laughs> for those of you listening, uh, if if you hear a muted sound, that's because Zoom uh, assumes that my screeching is some type of background noise. Yeah, and it mutes you. Thank God. Ready? Speeches, 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 speeches. <laughs> thank God for thank God for Zoom's mute fe- feature. It's just <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> Man, Gotham will be my record. <laughs> so for, happy for everybody who's not watching the the video. Uh, Alejandro fucking loves the Bane voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely yeah. loves it. Okay. Anyway, let's yeah. get started, Dragon. Right? Okay. Unless you have something to tell me about your week. Oh no, Lexi, tell me about your week, Dragon. Um. Yeah. It was. Uh. It was fine. I. <laughs> I. It was. Um. We had a friend's engagement party the other day, uh, up up in Terrytown or near Terrytown, mm-hmm. um, and that was really fun. We we rented a car and drove up, um, uh, with a bunch of friends, and it was like a bunch of people we hadn't seen, and some of them were like 10, 15 years. So it was really mm-hmm. nice to kind of catch up with some people we haven't seen in a really really long time. And it was yeah. fun, and you know, a friend got engaged, so that's always exciting. Um, Is it? Yeah. Go on. So, so we did that. Uh. I don't know. It seems like it felt like a very busy week, but I don't really know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to work. I had to go to the office um, three days a week starting last week. And it really Ew. just, it was horrible. Yeah. That, zero out of 10. Do not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely okay. killing my training schedule. <laughs> are, you, are you excited that they're going to be like four days a week in a few months? I'm really, really, really hoping that doesn't happen because I, I, it, it's just silly. It's just silly. Like there's no reason, you know, the only reason is because my boss likes to have us in the office, but well, there's no, no like work reason for it. It's because they, they own an office and they're like, we you can only expense this if people come here. No, we flat That's out why. own the office. Like we yeah, own the entire still, building. You still can expense the building. 
it, the tax, it, the property it, taxes. But it doesn't matter. It's still stuff. three. It's three three days a week to four days. It doesn't matter. No, what I'm saying. It's not is like, like we weren't expensing the building when we weren't working in there. You know, it's still like uh, the no. com- the company's building. No, no, you can't it, unless you. Dragon, I'm going to explain to you tax law here. But unless I'm as like, as if you know, hey, as I know about half a percent. So yeah. no, but like uh, if like for example, if I work from home, if mm-hmm. I if I own my own business and I'm like, well, my uh. I, I have I work from home. Oh, I can expense a certain amount of my rent. Yeah, sure. Towards the towards the business. Um, and that's dependent on how many days I work, how often I work, how the, literally how many rooms am I using for the office? Mm-hmm. So if I have my own room and say this is my office, then I can expense the room, blah, 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 and all that other stuff. Yeah. So it might it, like the reason why they're bringing you back is might be because it's like, well, you know, we don't want it's to pay. Absolute, it's, I'm telling you, it's not. It's not that. OK, fine. What would the fuck would I know then? Right exactly correct that's what i've been telling you <laughs> what the fuck would i you, you talk like i'm some idiot who just talks out of my ass yes again a thousand percent correct that is literally i've told you that to your face multiple times <laughs> <laughs> okay just because you are correct let's move on Go um on, anyway uh yeah so that sucked i do not like being in the office three days a week it is not fun um mm-hmm. anyway uh, I guess that's about it, bro. Those are like the main things that happened this week. What about what about oh, you? Yeah. How how was your week? Uh, me and my chick, <laughs> we uh went on a little vacation, mm-hmm. and I mean mini vacation because we just drove to Philly, stayed there for two nights, and then came back. And uh, let me just tell you something. My boy has decided that he hates a car seat. Yeah. So he basically cried most of that. We had to stop like twice on the way there. This is it's a ninety minute drive. Yeah, a, about ninety to a two-hour minute drive, depending on tax and traffic. Yep, yep. We had to stop twice because he just was losing his shit. That sucks. And then, uh, but yeah, and then even when like, it's, I mean, I can tell you so many stories about him just losing his shit. But um, yeah, we we just like went. We went to the zoo where he like, I mean, we were like, look at the animals, look at the animals, and he was just staring at like, holy shit, that woman's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but look, there's a lion. He a lion is like- literally walking above your head right now yeah and he's just like woman is wearing a red shirt that is far more interesting <laughs> you're gonna just take him to prospect park Berto. you didn't need to go all the way to philly <laughs> i know he seemed more excited for that uh but yeah we went to the zoo he 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 decided to schedule his naps in the worst time possible so it's like we would as get to do. a place and then yep. be like he would be crying as we're driving yeah get somewhere and he'd be like all right nap time and be like jesus christ <laughs> we came here for you bro bro um, you're ruining our vacation no. bro we yeah we uh what else did we do there we went to the rocky steps he ran up the rocky steps i saw that because yeah! he's a little man's man yeah gotta teach him the right way right dragon gotta teach mm-hmm. him how to not be a little bitch sure right buddy right buddy i mean that is essentially my goal in life is to just basically uh, teach him to be a real man a manly <laughs> man right uh-huh that is the whole point of this podcast. We're trying to find positive male role models for my son. What other purpose did we have for the podcast? I mean, honestly, the last all, the last few movies have definitely been that. Okay, yeah. But uh, no, we did that. And then, uh, no, that's pretty much it. Me and my chick ate. Uh, he cried a bunch in the drive and then we'd get places. He went in a pool for the first time and he, my chick kept saying he loved it. And I'm like, I don't know if he likes it as much as he's just confused. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, whatever. He had a good time. <laughs> Right, buddy? You had a good time? He had a Very good time. exciting. Very exciting. Well, I'm glad you got to go on your Philly trip. Yeah. It seemed like fun. It's good. Uh, all right. Yeah. Dragon? Yeah. Should we dive in? One, 
yeah, I guess we should get started since it's not much that we do ever. That's All right, Dragon, true. why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, what yes. do you watch on the couch? Um, I did. I did, very truly did not have that much stuff this week. I, I looked at like Andrew's letterbox and I was like, oh shit, I didn't really watch any movies this week. Um, so I just have a couple. So we ventured out to the theater on Friday and we uh, we went to Spectacle and we watched a uh, basically a, like a, an hour and something minute um, skate video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's called Spirit Quest. If you Google like Spirit Quest skate video, you can find it and you can like rent it um, on like, I think it's VHX.TV. But uh, it's essentially a, a really long skate video where the dude intercut, like, the dude who, like, made it intercutted, um, like, nature stuff from, like, nature documentaries, like, into the skate video and just, like, yeah. made it, he, he basically made it, like, an experimental film. Um, and it was yeah. honestly pretty fun. I kind of liked okay. it. It was, I, I think it was around 80 minutes. Um, and it's, like, it split into two halves. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the first 80 minutes I, or the first 40 minutes I really liked and I thought it was fun and like interesting and like, you know, the, as much as like skate videos can be fun. It's like cool tricks that people are doing. It's impressive. And it's all around like it's mostly around New York City with a little yeah. bit in L.A. and a little bit in D.C. But I was like, oh, yeah, I know that statue that they're like doing weird skate things off of and, you know, like stuff like that. I was like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like gorilla skating or whatever. Um, I will say like after... Oh no! The second he's... half was a little. Um, I know he's he's a little tired. No, the... he's just bored. Oh yeah, the second half was it dragged a little bit just because it's like so long. That's like a really long time to watch a skate video. Yeah, I imagine. Um, so you know there was that. Um, <laughs> I uh, I I don't know. I'm glad I, I went. And there was a Q and A after with the um director and one of the skaters. So that was fun. Did you go like so? Uh uh do you just kick they just keep riding do you like going downhill are those no, the I, questions he was getting <laughs> no 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 no. the people I, no, no, I the people, people in the crowd the people in the crowd like were very very clearly knew a lot about skateboarding <laughs> yeah i i imagine because these are people who like like yeah. if you're gonna watch this movie you're 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 into that world yeah so you're not sure. gonna ask my questions which would be like so uh skateboard goes fast huh <laughs> uh so uh you know do you uh is there another skate? How many takes did that take? Uh, yeah, two, no. three. No. How many times did it, did you fall? And you know, because you don't wear elbow pads, I got worried. <laughs> it would be my questions. <laughs> it was. It was very much. It was very much dudes being like, "Oh, I it, I noticed in the video that this guy who is this guy and they did this and they worked with this, you know, like they just knew like really like they're in that inane, world, yeah. like niche things about skateboarding. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but it was kind of cool, and they made like a lot of the music in it was like. Not a lot of it, but some of the music in it, they like made themselves, you know, by like sampling like skateboard like sounds and stuff. I don't know. I, it was fun. It was fun. I, I like it. I like a QA. I love spectacle. They show like whatever weird shit. It's fun. Um, so anyway, I watched that. My question and, would be like, uh, do, do you know Tony Hawk? Yeah. <laughs> you guys know Tony Hawk, right? Everybody, everybody was like, <laughs> Can you tell me I said hi? Um, so the other thing that I'm going to talk about um, is for a Terror Thursday. Um, this week we watched uh, a movie called rocktober blood so uh this is a movie on shutter and it's from 1984 and it's basically a um uh the lead singer, singer of a rock band goes crazy and starts killing people um and as one does as one does it's very 80s extremely extremely 80s it's not great yeah um, it sounds like he did not like it 
No, it wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. It's got like two and a half stars on IMDb. It's like a, it's got 3.1 out of five on Shudder, which is like Shudder's grading on a curve there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should see I, some of the other things on Shudder. Yeah, I know. That's why. Yeah. You should see some of the twos on Shudder. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was like, it, it's like the music in it is a little bit fun, but even that this is a stretch. So it was yeah. not my favorite thing. And it was not with Joe Bob, which is a shame. Yeah. Oh, uh, would he do this movie? Do you think? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Joe Bob, Normally you know, he does it because there's like an angle to it. He's going to talk oh, about something. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know about any background for the movie. Yeah, but it's like, like it's not, this... it's like not good. But Joe Bob has done plenty of movies that aren't good. So yeah, but based on your description, I'm like I, I don't like he's done plenty of t- plenty of this type of movie. I don't yeah. know if he would just want to be like, well, here's another one of the same type right. of movie. Right, right. Uh, hard agree. Anyway, that's that's pretty much all I watched. I watched some shows, but I didn't finish any of them, so I don't think it like makes sense to talk about. I think you should talk about only half of the show and then tell me what your theories are on the finish of it. No, thank you. Let me guess. You watched. You started rewatching a uh, League of Their Own TV show. No, I did. I certainly did not. <laughs> I certainly um, did not. All right, Dragon. Uh, I guess that's my turn, right, Dragon? Yeah. So, Bro, why don't you tell us about what you watch in a little segment we like to call Birdo on the Bed. Uh, thank you. Thank you for asking. Oh, my goodness. So- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Stop it. Um, so I started this week by watching The Thing. Dragon, do you know The Thing? I do know The Thing. No. Did you know that there was a 2011 remake, kind of? I did. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I saw it, but I don't think I don't remember it at all. Yeah, it's very, uh, very forgettable. So this is on the Netflix machine. It's starring Chagirl, Mary, uh-huh. Elizabeth, Winstead, Joel, That's Edgerton. Fun. Uh-huh. Uh, a bunch of other people that were big <laughs> 10 years ago cool. like the guy from like the redhead from game of thrones the dude um i don't and know a that is, but that's fine tits and dragons the tv show tits and dragons yeah yeah yeah, I don't know the redhead yeah. once, is, once you see him you'll i what are you doing He's trying to take the cords out of my i did see that yes anyway this movie um so you know what the thing right everyone lo- what's the thing that everyone loves about the thing uh that's right <laughs> definitely not the practical ma- uh, effects so oh, imagine if they went, hey, let's do the same thing, except yeah. with uh, with CGI. Huh? Oh, huh? Does that sound great? Ugh. So I'm going to say this is a middling movie. And then every time the CGI comes up, it's just like, oh, God. Oh, my God. This looks so not that it looks bad. It's just like, man, it just doesn't look like it belongs. Right. It, does, it shouldn't be here. Um, it's, I mean, it's just like I feel like I feel like there was this thing. In like the early, like the early two thousands and like the teens, you know, where they were like, we have CGI, it sort of it works good enough, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's not quite there. Like practical effects would make way more sense, and well, it just like doesn't. It is it's like one of those things where it's so frustrating because you're like, pra- like if you did this practically, it would look much better than the CGI right now. Just because you can do something CGI doesn't mean you should. Well, I think the problem was that they were like, hey, with the power of CGI, we can make whatever comes to our imagination. Yeah. And it turns out that, like, it's actually better if you make something practically because then it feels real. Not just does it feel real, but it like it like in my head, I'm like, well, the stuff in the thing looked better because, number one, it looked visceral. It looked disgusting. Number two, it's because in it it copies other things yeah right so it's like they were like well we have to make like a dog but with big teeth and then 
a dog human hybrid thing right mm -hmm. and it's like in in like in the fact that this this monster can copy things that's how uh that's how it's going by the way if you haven't noticed his back bends completely now i see that but anyway but if you haven't like that that's how we can make it interesting and it's like yeah it did make it interesting and then the restraint of being like okay i have an idea let's do this and then being like that's not physically possible with right. the stuff we have it kind of like makes that real it kind of makes it better it's almost like the restraint to art makes it better i agree i agree in this one they, they were like we can come up with whatever we want and what they came up with was just like well i guess it's like got multiple tentacles and then it has teeth big teeth yeah, yeah. and it's like well, i yeah sorry i i also think like you know the human humans are really good at like looking at something and be like that's like the physics here don't make sense even if we don't really yes. we don't we don't need to understand the physics right we just understand that it doesn't make sense so when mm -hmm. you do something practically the physics work because the thing is actually there in real life right yes yeah whereas like if you do things digitally like you you can account for the physics all you want but like cgi fundamentally will fall apart if like one thing is off you know yeah and they they try to update the science in it a little bit and so so in, if you remember the original thing you remember how they figured out like the test to figure out who who was human and who was a monster uh it was the blood and they they like yeah. use electricity or something i don't remember any anymore if they you if you the theory was that it's it, and by the way it's a very like the thing about the thing is that like these are smart people doing smart people things yeah. that's why it's so fucking good yeah. because it's like yes of course a smart person would think that right um so what they did was they're like well this thing can like it can shape shift and it can separate itself into different multiple things so it's like yeah. if one piece wants to survive if, if it separates into small pieces then every piece of it wants to survive so it's going to have a natural like uh defense mechanism for mm. everything yeah. So they, they took someone's blood and then we're like, let's try to like, like put flame on it. And then if it, if it, if something happens, then that, that person is the monster. Right. Right. Uh, in this one, the, the big thing was like, well, I don't have filling. It can't make, it can't make inorganic matter, which means metal to them. Okay. Okay. And it's like, I have fillings in my teeth. So that's how, you know, I'm not the monster. I see. And it's like, okay. Um, I mean, well, what if, what if, uh, and someone pointed it out and he's like, oh, so I'm in trouble because I, I floss. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like, I understand you're trying to think of a good, a different spin on it, but that's not yeah. a good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, and, and it turned out in the very end, they, it was kind of like a remake of it with some new things and the different monster and all that. Well, not a different monster, but the monster was more, I, it kind of looked more like Alien. Okay. Like the movie Alien kind of okay. looked a little bit like that. And then it would shapeshift. But, um, hmm. The thing I didn't like was that, uh, well, not that I didn't like, but the, the thing was that at the very end, it turns out that this is actually the a prequel because it shows like it basically gets to the point where it's the beginning of the next move of the, right, the right. original thing, which is Norwegian people chasing a dog. Yes, I remember. And it's so that's essentially what what happens at the very end of this movie. So it's like, hey, it's a remake of the thing. And then it turns out like, hey, guess what? It was actually a prequel, guys. Huh? Huh? We, we fucking gut you. We gut which, you. You didn't yeah, even know. Which, uh, by the way, I would have liked. It's just unfortunately the movie was just not that good. Yeah, I I feel like doing those kind of like remakes, reboots, prequels to these like old like classics. Which I mean, so I guess bad, yeah. I guess the thing from the from, from John Carpenter was a remake though. So like, who am I? Yeah, but it was who a remake I? of. So I've always thought this, and this is, and it's. It, I th I feel like this is the, uh, a good rule of yeah. thumb for like most of the time not yeah. always yeah but a good remake comes from a bad 
originals. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, you had a good idea, but I can do it better. Yeah. As opposed to what they did here, which is like, well, you had a great idea. We can do it better. And it's like, no, you can't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, you thought, but no, you absolutely didn't. So when you look at a lot of remakes that I think are successful, it's because, well, not because, but one of the reasons is because the movie, the original was not good. So number one, it doesn't have this legion of fans who are like, fuck it, it's never going to be as good as the original. But more more importantly, what it is, is like, oh, you had a good idea. Like the thing had a good idea, which is a shape-shifting monster. But it's like the technology at the time just limited you. And then they got to a point where it's like, oh, well, now we made a great idea. And we made the script better and all that other shit. Um, What's it called? The... uh, the like uh what's it called oh, oceans 11 mm-hmm. oceans 11 was a remake mm-hmm. of, of a 1960s movie which was not a good movie it's a very boring slow movie that is not honestly not very good yeah so but he but he was like yeah it's a heist movie i'll just take that same concept and then turn it into a better movie yeah and it's like uh... I, I feel like those work but if you try to take like a a, a good movie or a movie that's even a cult classic it's just like people are like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have the same feels. Like no. imagine someone tried to remake Rocky, even with the same script. Well, I was going to say people script. have like you have Creed. Yeah. Like Creed is a yeah. remake of Rocky. But but imagine if I took the same script, the same sets, everything's the same. I just got newer actors and lighted it, lit it better because like that movie is like you can see how cheap that movie, that original yeah, movie yeah. is. And we would all say the same thing. Uh, it's missing the feels. Yeah, it there's a feeling in Rocky that is desperate and like I don't know, you just feel the high, the highest of highs at the end of it that you just don't get in the remake. Well, I think you wouldn't get in a remake. I I think one of the things that like one of the the things that is usually like fundamentally missing in like remakes is uh when you limit art, like you put a you put like a, a a very severe cap on the amount of money you can spend or like the amount of effects you can have or whatever. People come up with really creative ways to get around it. And yeah. that like breeds even more creativity. So I think like you actually do need to put limits on on things like that. Yeah. Because um, it, it helps. Like it helps the thing overall. Two two things. Uh Jaws, one of the greatest movies of all time. Everyone says it's amazing how they hid the, the shark and made it scarier. And like they hid the shark because the shark didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> That's number one. Number two was um Star Wars. If you look at George Lucas's original ideas for Star Wars. You would be like, you are fucking stupid. <laughs> what? You are a goddamn moron. And then he, because of the limitations that the, yeah. not just him, but the studio put on him, um, it was like, oh, okay, this is so much, so much better. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm telling but, you. Uh, yeah. Okay. L- limit, limits in art help. They, they do help. They can help on occasion. Let's just say that. It's not, it's not a hard rule, but it can help a lot. Yes. Um, it's very rare you get an artist who's like, oh, you're so genius. We should just fund everything. you do." Right. I mean, that right? just, it really doesn't happen unless you're James a, Cameron. A Quentin Tarantino, we might say. Yeah. Uh, okay. Dragon. Next. Yes. Next. <sighs> the thing. Would not recommend. But it's on now. So <laughs> okay, you want to watch it. Go ahead. I appreciate it. And you can hear the baby. He's a little upset right now. Because, I see uh, that. He's tired, but he doesn't want to go to sleep. So I see that. He's doing, the hands, he's doing the hands to his ears thing. Yeah. All right, Poor next dragon. Guy. Yes. I watched a little movie called Pitch Drag. Oh, sorry. Pitch Black. Do you know this movie? I do know this movie. This is, one with, your, this is one with Vin Diesel. This is starring your boy, Vin. Vin the Diesel Diesel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I rewatched it because it was on Netflix and I was like, oh shit, I haven't seen this movie in like 15 years or so. Yeah. And I remember least. really liking it. Yeah. Let me rewatch it. And let me just say, number one, it is cheap. 
it reeks of a sci-fi original movie, like the dialogue and the concept and all that stuff. Yeah. But fuck, God damn it, it is a good movie. It still has interesting concepts. There are bad parts of it. Like yeah. the the main actress, you can see her her Australian accent come out almost every time she talks. Why didn't but, they just let her do her, her Australian accent then? Like, no idea. Don't <laughs> okay. know. But, okay. but like it had interesting ideas. It, you know, Vin Diesel fucking, it was like, oh, I'm a, it's funny because like I'll, I'll talk about with the next movie, but Vin Diesel's yeah. like a badass in this. Yeah. And like he has a very particular skill. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, whoops. Alejandro right, really well. did not like what Humberto was saying about Pitch Black. <laughs> and he, yeah, he basically just dropped, he grabbed my uh, my earpiece and it just dropped the, uh, the entire meeting. Yes, anyway. <laughs> anyway, more importantly, uh, Pitch Dark, yeah, you know, it had some interest. It, it basically has Vin Diesel as, a, like, I'm a badass killer, uh, very animalistic, and I'm very, like, he's a serial killer, basically. But he's like, oh, the one advantage I have, the one thing I got is I got my eyes like glossed or some shit. He describes it at some point, but he's like, he, he gotten brightened so that like he can see in the dark. I, uh, the only thing I remember about it and like, I obviously don't remember the premise of the movie is I, I, I only remember, I thought he was like a special kind of blind. I didn't realize that that was the thing like he got to like enhance his like natural abilities. He, well, what he says is he went to a jail where they're like, you're never going to see the sunlight again. Mm-hmm. So he got a doctor to to do some shit to his eyes for like 20 cigarettes. And <laughs> like it, it it shined his eye. It gave him a, a shine job so he can see it in the dark. Okay. And he's like, this way no one can ever see, like sneak up on you in the dark. Yeah. Um, and just so happens that they get to a planet that has three suns. And every 22 years that lights go, oh, oh there's an eclipse. Yeah. And the you know monsters come out because they're they they like them they like the dark sure and this baby he is not having it today huh i know do you want to try anyway. and put him down for a nap no he's like fighting me right now so he's okay. gonna go to sleep it's gonna take like 30 minutes for him to if i if i try to do it it's gonna take him 30 minutes if i make him be like if i trick him yeah basically just ignore him for a bit then he'll yeah. probably sleep in 10 minutes okay deal but uh anyway Vin Diesel, like, so Vin Diesel has that shine job, and then it turns out, like, oh, there's, like, the first half of the movie, it's, mm-hmm. like, Vin Diesel's the, the the problem. He escapes, he's, it's implied that he might be killing people, mm-hmm. or he might go to kill them and stuff, and okay. then, basically, Vin Diesel's, like, no, 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 bitch, there's a worse fucking problem here. Yeah. And they have to free him, because, like, you're the, you're gonna help us to escape. Okay. Um. Anyway. It's a, it's a good it's a good it's a good one it's a good it's good interesting i enjoyed it it uh the monsters look terrible because it's bad cgi yeah that's and fair. you know cheap cheap cgi better yet so the monsters look terrible the good thing is that like it's meant to be in the dark so <laughs> you know in the dark that they don't look as bad yeah 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 so it's fine but it, it's more of a, ca- a character piece right mm-hmm. it's more of a character piece yeah uh that's... yeah and it's interesting that's fair uh anyway then guess what i did dragon what after i finished pitch dark I watched on Pitch the Netflix Black. machine Pitch Black 2, The Chronicles of Riddick. It's just, it's actually just called The Chronicles of Riddick. Yep, yep. This one now, uh, basically, Vin Diesel now has to fight an empire, an <laughs> army giant empire led by a guy who has a special power that I don't know what it is. Okay. But he becomes like a ghost thing, I guess. Okay. He can move. I don't understand it. I don't understand the power. He becomes but, uh, a ghost thing and can move. Is... Yeah. I Again, I don't understand the power. I can't describe it to you unless you watch the movie. And then you'd be like, all right, that's great. But I don't see how that helps in fighting. Yeah. 
anyway, he's really not having a good time. So yeah. the main the main crux of the movie is that like this is an empire who like just goes to a planet, destroys them, kills everyone, or or and converts other people. You, okay. you either convert to them or, or you stay on the planet as they destroy it. And then okay. they move on and on and on. Um, so it's like the Borg. Um, yes. I'm going to say yes, but I'm not a nerd, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> no, it is actually like the Borg. That's actually a good good description. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vin Diesel in this one, it's revealed that he's part uh, Furian, which means he's from a planet called Furia. Okay. And it's predicted that a Furian would kill the bad guy. And apparently he's the last Furian. Okay. So the so, bad guy's trying to kill him. I see. So this is like a Harry Potter situation where there was yeah. a there was a prophecy. Basically, Harry Potter, uh Harry Potter is fighting the the Borg. Yeah, okay. That's great. All right. I get it. I get it. Uh terrible movie, terrible CGI, terrible idea. Yeah. Uh Vin Diesel, you know, you know how I said, like, oh, it was great because he happens to have a superpower that is beneficial in the first movie. Yeah. It's completely useless in this movie. Sure. Like just useless. And and not just that, but I don't understand his superpower in this point because uh he can like he wears these sunglasses all the time. Yeah. Like these goggles and glasses. Yeah. But uh, then he takes them off and I'm like, well, he seems perfectly fine without them. Why would he wear them? So no idea. Don't I, I, understand. Yeah, I thought he had to wear them because the sun hurt it, hurt his eyes. He couldn't That's see what the I sun. thought. That's what I thought. But apparently not. Okay. Anyway, bad movie, not fun. Honestly, just a travesty. And it, it looked like someone made a sci-fi movie starring a badass and then went, great news, we got the uh, rights to Riddick, the character. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool, just plug him in. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's it fine. Felt like. Yeah. Next. Um, yes. Uh, then I watched the 2013. So nine years later, Vin Diesel got the rights to the character, and someone I think I think he got the rights to the character, but somebody got the rights to the character, and he made a uh, a, a basically a different movie called Riddick. Yep. Where pretty much he just this one I feel like the biggest mistake in it was them being like, hey, let's pretend that the second movie existed. So there's like five minute scenes of him explaining how he went from leader of that empire to now just abandoned on a planet. And I'm like, "Uh, I wish you guys had just ignored that altogether. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't acknowledge it. Just move on. Yeah. But um, but then but then Berto, all the like Riddick stands will be upset. uh, The the Riddickites. Yeah, the Riddickites. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So uh, this one was actually uh, I think it it was better than the second movie. Okay. Much better than the second movie because in the movie, number one, it's rated R. So it is like bloody mm-hmm. and it is brutal. And what I like is that in the second movie, Vin Diesel was just like, he was basically an Avenger, right? Like nothing <laughs> yeah. can stop him. No one, nothing hurts him. No, yeah. no bad can ever happen to him. In this movie, it starts with him like, my ankle is fucked up. I'm hurt. I'm trying to figure out how to survive on this world. Yeah. So, like, the first 30 minutes is he's the only character on the screen with animals, CGI mm-hmm. animals. Better CGI, by the way. I, I would um, hope so. And he's trying to figure out, how do I get off this planet? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this is actually pretty good. I like this. It's brutal. It's like you see him hurt and having to recover. You okay. see him having to figure out how to like how, how to get past some monsters. <laughs> and then he gets he finally gets to like some outpost, sends out an SOS, and his plan is like, people will land. I'll uh, Some people will land. I'm saying, um, hey, it's me, Riddick. So the people who land are going to be bad guys hunting me. So yeah. I'll just kill them, steal their ships, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, he just, oh, sorry. He just like, did he throw up? No, he just fucking spit up everywhere. Okay. Anyway. So 
he's grabbing the wires again. Thank you. I buddy. see that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, then uh, so so it, it's good. It starts off like that, and then like he starts killing people slowly. It's great because he's the boogeyman, but like he's like Freddy Krueger and Freddy Krueger like three, where you're rooting for him. Yeah. Uh, and then all the people are kind of bad guys, so you're like yeah, happy that he's killing everyone. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, guess what? The same thing as the first movie. A rain, a rainstorm is coming, and monsters are in that rainstorm. Okay, sure. Don't know, don't care. Yeah, I was happy with it because I was like, oh, at least they're like sticking with what made it good, which was the original. Like, yeah. I have a superpower, and you guys need my help to 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 get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then basically, like the the ending is very fast. I'll say that. So, but I didn't like the ending. The ending kind of didn't make sense to me. But um, overall, I was like, okay, this is a much better than the movie in the second one. I thought it was. It was decent. It was rated yeah. R, so it was very brutal. Uh, you got some boobies in it, so Alejandro was happy. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's um, a that's yeah. a lot of Vin Diesel movies in a row. I mean, Vin Diesel's an alpha, right? Sure. I mean, his name. Could you imagine being born and saying my name is Diesel? Is that his Vin real name? Diesel. I'm gonna say it's his real name because it isn't, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's his real name. He's born, and he was like, "My name, Vin." Yeah. D- it's diesel vin yeah. diesel anyway let's move on after that dragon yes ah after that see that trilogy of man's man movies right mm-hmm. i started watching well not started watching i finished watching a little movie called rambo last blood dragon yes this is advertised as rambo's final movie <laughs> the final movie of rambo he is like fucking 75 uh-huh. he, in this did you see this movie by the way this is the newest one that came out, right? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw in theaters. It, yeah, in the, yeah, I saw it too. Um, in theaters. In this movie, you know, Rambo is like, oh, okay, he's like getting old. He's basically old, and he's like, he's now like living in a ranch in, I'm yeah. gonna say Arizona, something like and, that, and uh, somewhere yeah. near the somewhere near the Mexico border. Yeah, and basically, his he he's took on a maid, and the maid had a daughter, had a daughter and a granddaughter, and like. He's basically became like a surrogate dad to the yeah. daughter. He's like, yeah. and, um, yeah. So, Rambo in this. Okay. Anyway, our bad. Alejandro <sighs> uh, had a uh, had to had to ha- get get changed. <laughs> yeah, he made he made a little bit of a poopies. He did make a poopies, yes. So, and he's also like very bored. So he's like, no, put me down. Anyway, yeah. Rambo first blood, last blood. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Rambo gets as a surrogate daughter who's like Mexican, mm-hmm. goes to visit her dad, you know, gets kidnapped. Sure. And then uh, Rambo goes down to save her and then they follow him back up. She dies, by the way, which I completely forgot about. What, she dies? So, in it? I didn't remember that yeah, either. Yeah, she dies. Huh. And then he just makes his, he basically like, uh, what's it called? Home Alone's his house. <laughs> yes. His, not house. He had an underground bunker for some reason, but he Home Alone's his underground bunker. Uh-huh. And like just kills an entire army, which is fucking great. And then at the very end, the best part, he cuts a man open and pulls out his heart while he was still alive. I was like, <laughs> this is the great, like, look, this the, it's an hour and forty minutes. The yeah. first hour and ten is like, all right, whatever. Okay, he does a couple of cool stuff. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. last thirty minutes is just Rambo being Rambo, and I was like, oh, this is this is what I'm here for. Yeah. So 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would be like, eh, I mean, yeah, the first half, the first yeah. two thirds, the third but, act, though. But were 100%. you not, yeah, were you not entertained by the end? Yeah. 
last last 20 20 to 30 minutes boom i would give yeah. it 100% on rotten tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the, bad movie anyway okay um next dragon so uh, do you remember i watched a little movie called rook with my chick and then i watched rook 2 and uh, yes. it's the a movie from España. Yeah, I believe you mean from Rec. <laughs> from España? Yes. So anyway, they started doing... So I'm going to talk with the list because okay. that's how... Buenos dias. I kept yes, talking please. like this while me and my chick were watching the movie and she was so annoyed. <laughs> Buenos dias. ¿Cómo están? Sí. Poor Caroline. Estamos aquí casados. My chick was very annoyed. Um, so we watched Rec 3, uh-huh. Genesis. That's the one this one's called. By the way, it doesn't tell you the genesis of anything. So I don't know why they called it Rec 3, Genesis. It's fine. Uh it's basically just a typical zombie movie. And then at the very end, they were like, well, I, I think it's just a regular zombie movie. And they were like, <laughs> just put the Rec 3 on it and then just make a one scene where 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 it uh ties in. It's yeah. like, okay. And that's what happened. But yeah, it's just a typical zombie movie. Nothing special. It's like 40% of Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's about right. Okay. I mean, if you want to watch people talk with a silly lisp, you know? <laughs> there are other Spanish horror movies that you can watch. Yeah. But will they have the, the thickest lisp? I mean, yeah. If they're, of, I, I mean, literally Spanish from Spain. Not Spanish funny. in how you use the word. You do, use the word. It, do you understand how embarrassing it is for me? As a Latino person, to say uh, like these people conquered us, yeah, I know, or or be, be, even me, because I could be like, well, I came from the these people that conquered random. How like how how embarrassing is <laughs> how embarrassing is it when you hear them talk and be like, "Sí, estamos haciendo cosas," <laughs> and then you just think like, "You guys are how, you guys took over South America? What the how the fuck did that happen?" <laughs> doesn't make sense embarrassing it's like when you watch like uh british people with their silly accents and then mm-hmm. they're like they're fucking wigs during court and you're just like these people like made uh, these are the people who, who who you know conquered america yeah what the fuck yeah it's not just america like a lot of the world a yeah. lot of the world it doesn't make any it's, sense it's, it's have really you seen like, british people it doesn't make here's sense. what i think happened here's what here's my theory on why uh england was so successful colonizing the world okay go Everyone saw their wigs and just started laughing. <laughs> and then, like, as they were laughing, that's when England did all their stuff. Oh, you think so? You think that so was they, it? So they tricked them into it by, like, we're going to show up with our stupid wigs. When, when, and then when everyone's laughing, they're doubled over laughing, that's when we hit them in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be it. There's no other explanation. Zero other explanation. I, I assume that it's mostly disease. <laughs> like no, uh, no it's, it's, the, it's the accent it's them they showed up like oh Tuna, we're from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that you know sure and then with the fucking wigs and then everyone just starts laughing anyway next yes. dragon uh i'll just get rid of this one because uh man it's not not fun but i watched uh phantasm 3 lord of the dead for joe bob I uh, i'm gonna quit the phantasm thing I, there's two Are, more phantasm movies there are two more yeah, there's four and five. I I I started to watch four and I just stopped and was like, I'm I can't I can't anymore. Yeah. I just can't. That, like, and I'm you tortured. you you have a high threshold for bad movies. Too. I do, and that's that just to give you that's that that should tell you how bad this is. Yeah. All right. It's just bad. It was not good. Even with Joe Bob, I'm like, and this is boring. I'm done. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> with anyone who's a fan of fucking Phantasm and the Tall Man, I'm sorry. I just I tried. I tried yeah. my best. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Maybe they'll be like, oh, damn, you should have waited until Phantasm 5. That's when it really gets good. It's like, bro, that's the last movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I do have a high tolerance. for. I was about to watch uh, (laughs) League of Their Own, the TV show. I was literally about to watch it. Because I was like, ah, fuck it. It's twenty. I can't, it, it, like 30 minute episodes. I can bang these out. Yeah. How bad could it be? How? I, plus the the annoyance will get me through this. Yeah. And then I found out that each episode was like 50, min- 50 to 60 minutes. And I was just like, I no. Too long. No, no, no. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Too long to like hate watch something. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah. 88 hours of that. Get the fuck out of here. I can. I've done that already once with uh, fucking the what's it called? The, Lord the, of the Rings. The, the Lord of the, yeah, but it's the Rings of Power. Lord of the Rings oh, is great. Whatever. Yeah, the Rings of Power, and I hate watch that. And that's because I'm something some genuinely very passionate about, and I'm like I can't do this to myself. Maybe maybe in a little bit. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll just give me just give me some time to breathe, and then I'll do it. But yeah, as of right now, I just can't. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, Dragon. That concludes my segment. Okay. All right, Dragon. I guess we did it, right? We made it. We sure did. Let's finish off this bad boy. Okay. Talking a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon? Yes. Since I chose this week, let me intro the movie. Okay, thank I you. I chose for Steak and Potatoes April, right? <laughs> yes. I chose a little movie called Once Upon a Time in the West. This is a spaghetti western. Yes. Uh, 1968, two hours, 25 minutes, even though I think it was two hours and 40 minutes on Prime. It was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is directed by the legendary Sergio Leone, starring mm-hmm. Charles Bronson, Henry Fonda, and uh, Claudia Cardinal. Yeah. Dragon, why don't you give me a world-famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis? Okay. So I was thinking about how to do this, and I I was like, man, I'm not 100% sure how to do a Dragon at the Movies for this. Um, so basically, it is about a uh, um, Charles Bronson coming in. And coming into a town and wanting to kill, I guess, or or wanting to wanting to meet with the big bad of the town, um, who whose name is Frank, and he's he's trying to get to Frank, and in doing so, he ends up meeting with this guy named Cheyenne, who is like an outlaw of the town, um, who at first you think is a big bad, but then you find out he's actually like a a good bad guy, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and uh, then it's Charles Bronson and Cheyenne. Uh, teaming up to help um, Claudia Cardinale or Cardinelli. I don't know how to say her name. Um, uh, Cla- Claudia. Let's just call her Claudia. Claudia. Yeah. Uh, get her. Uh, um, oh, we could call her Mrs. McBain. Get her. Uh, um, keep her property and avenge her dead husband, essentially. And that's that's it, I guess. Can I try? Yeah. Yes, okay, you can. Dragon. Yes. What is a man's man? Right. What is a man's man movie? Uh-huh. Man's Man movie is about property rights, right? This <laughs> Definitely is, about property love, rights. Nothing men love more than the legal battles of property rights and the, the stipulations to can maintain property rights. Correct. That is what we're talking about in this movie. That is what this movie is about. Right, Dragon? You're not wrong. <laughs> but the thing is, you anyway. don't find out that it's about property rights until like halfway through. <laughs> it's halfway. It's like two hours into the movie. Suddenly yeah. it's like, oh, now I know. Now I know a why Charles Bronson is there and b why why the Henry Fonda is killing people. Yep. <laughs> Suddenly it all makes sense. Like two hours into the movie, <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. All right, Dragon, let's get into this bad boy. Right, number one. Did yes. you enjoy the? I'm I'm just gonna say the 
the way the movie is paced. <laughs> it is. Okay. So here's what I'll say about that. I okay. First of all, I really like this movie. Second, it is so slow. <laughs> it is it, a very it it enjoys taking its time in everything. In everything. The and way also people walk. Everything. The everything and the, the way the camera lingers on like eyes for so long. Like the uh uh, what's his name? Sergio Leone will like do a close up, like a, a slow close up onto eyeballs, and then we'll hold it onto the eyeballs. He, he for, really likes that shot, like minutes. <laughs> it feels like for so long, much longer way, than I ever see anybody do that. Can I just say that, that yeah. I I think we could edit this movie, you, us two together, we could edit this movie into eighty minutes, seventy five to eighty minutes, right? Tops, tops. <laughs> um, let there's, me just say, there's truly the, the amount of dialogue in this movie is. There's like maybe a page and a half of dialogue. <laughs> I mean, the first 15 minutes, there's no dialogue, right? That, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, and then you get, and the, the first words spoken, I think, are, are Charles Bronson. And it's just him telling the dudes that they brought too, too many horses. Oh, yeah, they, they were like, he's gonna oh, kill yeah. them. you're missing, you know, he was shows and he's like, you bring me a horse. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're short one. And they're like, no, you brought too, too many, which I'm like, these are great lines said in a badass fucking Dude, way <laughs> every every line in this movie i was like you know what i understand why there's like three lines in this whole movie because yeah. every single one spoken is like the coolest thing i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> what is it cheyenne says like oh he he plays the harmonica when he should be talking and yeah. he talks when he should be playing the harmonica yeah, i'm like yeah, that yeah. is a fucking great that is a great <laughs> goddamn line god damn it that's a great line well, there's a there's a there's a point where Charles Bronson is beating up a dude in the, like the Chinese laundry, mm-hmm. and he's like halfway through kick, just absolutely beating the shit out of this dude, and then he stops. He goes, "You know, I'm kind of mad at you." <laughs> <laughs> yes. God damn it! Like, like God damn. God damn! Like I, I, Sergio Leone, and I, I don't know if you've have you seen any of these other movies? Uh, yeah, I, I have. I have. All his movies are exactly this style, which is yeah. like we're close up to the eyes. Everything feels like it takes forever, but it yeah. doesn't feel it because in the entire time you're like, there's a point to the, to him like lingering on people's eyes. There's a point in him in him being like, I want to show this dude walk from one spot to another, yeah. and I'm going to show it to you as he slowly lounges over to the end of the room. But there's like, I feel like there's a purpose to it, and I'm like, man, it it does like create this tension and this feeling of like this guy at any point could do it could just go nuts yeah and that's what i felt about Charles bronson it's like he's walking from one point to another very slowly but i'm like at any point he'll just pull out his gun and kill four people and you're yeah. like I, I i can't blink i can't fucking blink in this in this movie at all no not a second well everybody has like the best eyes too just like yeah. the most gorgeous like <laughs> well fun fact henry so henry fonda you know who mm-hmm. do you know who henry fonda is mm-hmm so Henry Fonda plays a bad guy in this. Specifically, Frank. yeah, Frank. He was specifically hired by Sergio Leone because he always played the white hat. The white mm-hmm. hat is the, the you know the good guy in the yeah, fucking yeah. thing. So in, he specifically hired him because he's like he always played the 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 good guy. I want to hire you to play this part because this is gonna like I want you I want to establish that you're a bad guy in this because it's gonna surprise the audience. People are gonna see you. And they're gonna be like, "Holy shit, he's the bad guy." Yeah. Um. And so what? What? Uh. Henry Fonda did was what he he showed up to Italy. It was actually I think they filmed it in Spain, but they he showed up to met Sergio Leone. He had like brown contacts in, and he was like, "Get that shit out of your fucking yeah. eyes." <laughs> I want people 
to zoom into your face, see yeah. your big, beautiful eyes, and just be like, holy fuck, that's Henry Fonda. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And gorgeous blue eyes. Gorgeous blue eyes. And everyone in this has like, number one, let me just say this. What I, I, didn't, realize, about- I didn't realize Charles Bronson had like beautiful green eyes. <laughs> yeah. And, and also like he has such distinct features. Holy shit. Like he is not, I asked my chick if he was a good looking man and she was like, no. But she's like, he's very alluring. Yeah. Like something like he has such detail in his face that like I need to like you have lived you have lived a hard life and I want to hear about him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's he seems like the kind of guy that like if you married him, he would protect you forever. Right. Like he's like he is the quintessential like man's man. Like I protect and I provide for like whoever I need to protect. Yeah. And And it's like he has kids. It's like I will. I would. I'm the guy who would like proudly. And without even a hesitation, I would give my life so that my kids can live. Like, that's who he for is. For sure, for sure. And you can see it in his face. And if, like, it's there's a reason why he he's the he was the main character in Death Wish. Because mm-hmm. you see that face and you're just like, oh, you fucked with the wrong wife and child. Holy for shit. Sure. Like, that is a man who will, who will go to the ends of Earth just to fucking get revenge. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I love a good revenge movie. And it turns out, Birdo, this is a revenge movie. Yeah. You don't find out until literally the last moment in the movie. So the entire time in the movie, well, again, Charles Bronson shows up to town. Yeah. Three people show up there to be like, I'm going to assassinate you. Don't know why, by the way. It, it, nobody knows why. But yet, oh, but yet, like, he shows up to town. Three people are there dressed as Cheyenne's guys. Mm-hmm. And... um they they go to kill him and he just like boom kills ever called kills all three of them easily like yeah fucking great establishing shot because the first thing they that this movie does is establishes these three guys are badasses yeah right yeah. so and then what do you do once you build up the bad guy you then go like well this is how good our good guy is mm-hmm. he fucking shows up and kills all three of them with barely any effort that's right um and, well he did get shot in the process yeah but he still was like eh whatever yeah. let yeah, me get yeah. up keep going keep moving on insignificant yeah doesn't matter i'm a man's man please yeah yeah please. i don't need medicine i don't <laughs> need to like go to the hospital mm-hmm. i just put my arm in a sling and i'll be fine well it seemed very much like there was not a hospital to be gone to so i think, I think <laughs> that's point. uh i don't know what year this was supposed to be i'm assuming 1800s but, 1860s uh, 1860s okay thank you yeah um, did you um, know that this is based on a story a story by Dario Argento? Yes. So apparently I, he so the story is that Sergio Leone was like, I'm done with what with spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. And then like the what's it called? The uh American and he was gonna start making uh American movies. Okay. And then the American movies were like, okay, but just do one more. <laughs> one more. And yeah. he made this one. So he was like, fuck it. If this is gonna be my last hurrah. I'm going to go with Sergio. I'm going to get a, a famous fucking horror director. I mean, to get the famous directors of this time in, from Italy yeah. and do it. Yeah. And he was, he wanted Clint Eastwood to play uh, Charles Bronson's role. But um, yeah. Clint Eastwood was like, no, nah, I'm going to get typecast into being a cowboy. Yeah. Because he, he had just done the, uh, the what's it with called? The, the Dollars the Trilogy. Oh. Well, okay. he did, well it, that's the third movie in a trilogy. Okay. Which I, I, you know what? I've never seen the first two movies. I'm gonna see, I, I'm gonna watch those. I, I do want to watch those. I've never seen any of them. I know the first one is just a remake of jo- Yojimbo, okay. which is a Japanese movie, it's a samurai okay. movie. Okay, but uh, that makes sense. I, I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna watch them because this kind of got me excited to watch 
fucking spaghetti westerns. I don't like a western, but no. yet you put on a spaghetti western. I'm like, I don't like spaghetti. I don't like westerns because I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of just like it's always the same story. It's just revenge. You have yeah. one badass. He just shoots people, and it's always so slow. But yeah. then a spaghetti western where it's like, okay, but everything is turned up to ten. I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. There's something. There's something about the. Uh, I feel like you you take like the Italian style like horror and you just add it to a western. And it's not. It's not that you're adding horror elements to a western. It's you're adding like the color palette and the over the top like ridiculousness, right? Yeah. Like that's Again, really I, what you're adding. I just like the fact that it's so beautiful and so ugly at the same time. Yeah. Like it is like everyone has the whitest eyes imaginable, the whitest teeth imaginable, right? It, it's insane that's what i mean by color palette too i shouldn't i don't mean like there's a lot of reds in it you know i mean like the color pops in a way Mm -hmm. that like it does not pop on like a regular western yeah and like again so they have the whitest eyes the whitest teeth and yet like their skin they always look sweaty and like they look slightly uncomfortable which to me is like they always look so dirty and they they look so tan because they've been in the sun all fucking day and Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah that that it looks so realistic to like this is probably how it was which is like you're fucking this is you everyone is just uncomfortable it's too hot but for some reason you're wearing leather everywhere yeah all right well you're wearing leather to protect you if you fall off a horse but still right right right. like like you have to wear it so you're just uncomfortable all the time and you're sweaty and it's fucking hot and you're tan and of course there's no spf anywhere so you 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 got you got tanned from getting sunburnt most of your life yep so it's just like, man, it's it's so it's just so done so well. So like the characters are all fucking like they're basically all have tans. They all have yeah. tans because it's just and it's so hot. And again, everyone is sweaty. You know they are wearing the same clothes that they haven't washed in like seven days. Everyone stinks. <laughs> everyone has to stink. It's like yeah. there's no way they don't. <laughs> but yet everyone is okay with it because they're like to live at this time is just to live in uncomfortable. Yeah, to this, be uncomfortable. This is just how we are. Oh, poor little guy. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. It, it's like the how the whites of um. Uh. Fonda. Oh, uh, Claudia. Mrs. McBain's, yeah, Claudia's eyes are insane. It's yeah. like you know those eye drops that you put in your eyes to like make all the red go away. Yes. I feel like they just did that every day, even though I don't know that they had that at the time. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was. It was. Ins- it was like they painted the whites of her eyes. Just to get her to do that. By the way, I'm gonna try to put him down so he's gonna okay. be screaming like crazy. Okay, let's see how it goes. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So what I love is that even in that small, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, he's like really fighting me. I know he really even, doesn't want to get put down. He even in the small like dialogue that we have, we mm-hmm. have so much established from every character. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Claudia, you you know her entire his story, which is like, oh, she was a hero. From mm-hmm. New Orleans, and Although you don't guy. you don't find out the horror part until a little late, a little pretty far in, but that's okay. Well, she she kind of implies it, but yeah, she, yeah. you basically it's like she's a Huey, yeah. She from New Orleans, yeah. and basically fucking this uh, what's his name? Uh, who is the guy from who owns Soul Water? Um, Dean, right? Uh, McBain. McBain. I don't yeah, know why McBain. Dean McBain. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> right baby yeah you get excited <laughs> um so mcbain uh, goes to fucking new orleans meets this hero and is like oh my goodness i you're so beautiful i love you so much C- come back um and with me and be like and uh, like be like be my wife and mm-hmm. i'm rich and he's not lying he's just like 
we're gonna be rich. Yeah. Because he's like, I I put all this shit into into process. So it's like immediately they though not immediately, but again, two hours into the movie, they establish this guy, the guy who 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 started this is trying to build it. He's trying to build the town, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like he he like saved money. He put money away. He he tightened his belt, as he said. Yeah. Just to be able to to save up all the money to buy the wood to build the town because he knew the the train is coming through here. It mm-hmm. has to come through here. And when it gets here, I will have a town and I, I will be I will run that town. I loved I loved how they I loved how they um uh kind of explained that or how they like how you got to know that information because they didn't hit you over the head with it. They just like very easily kind of explained like yeah, it make everybody told McBain he was a fucking idiot for building his ranch all the way out in this like nothing land in the middle of the goddamn desert, right? Yeah. And they're all making fun of him. And then finally they like they 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 talk to like the lumber guy and he's explaining like, yeah, McBain he, he ordered all this shit and he paid in cash. So like it's yours now. I don't really understand. And she's like, I know exactly why he did this. And she yes. figures it out. And like they don't hit you over the head with it. They don't say like oh like they all, do say like he was a genius and blah blah blah. Like you know he was well all three of them figured yeah. it out. Yeah, she yeah. kind of was like, wait a minute, is he trying to make a station? And then you see yeah. Charles Bronson being like, yeah, I saw the paperwork. Yeah, he it, it said stipulated this and that, and him explaining it to Cheyenne to Cheyenne was like, holy shit, this fucking idiot turned out to be a goddamn genius. Yeah, absolutely. And then he was like, we now we just have to get this station built. Mm-hmm. So it was like I, smart. I do love that all of the um, all of the like outlaws are just like construction workers now. <laughs> his, his posse. Yeah. Just well, absolute it's not construction like, workers. My assumption is that when if you're gonna build something, it's not like you go to a construction company at this time. You would just go to the town and be like, "Who here wants to work?" <laughs> and then people volunteer because apparently that's what happened a lot of these times. Guys would just show up to a town and be like, "I'll I'll do whatever work there is." Yeah. And that's kind of how towns were built, which is like, well, all right, since I'm going to be here for six months, I guess uh, I'm going to bring my kids. I'm yep. going to bring my wife. I need to build my own house. Uh, yep. They need a school. We need a hospital. And suddenly, like, next thing you know, like you know, town. 200, yeah. 200 people show up and suddenly like, oh, shit, there's a town here now that yeah. they lived in. They built the town and now they live in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's starting to go down. Well, he's tired himself out. But that. anyway, yeah, so it's, it's fucking great how they explain this. And again. Just to remind you, there's like 10 minutes of dialogue. They bothered to explain this fully. Yeah. But and, my, I was and they explained Chi- who Cheyenne was and yeah. they explained Bronson's backstory. Everything. The entire time, he's just like, the entire time is a mystery. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Why yeah. is he here? Yeah. Why is this guy here? Why is he doing what he's doing? He seems to have a vendetta against Frank for some reason. And yeah. we don't know why, but we can tell Frank is a bad guy. So we just assume like, okay, I guess he killed someone. And then yeah. later on, it's like it, they ex- not only do explain why he's there, but they explain why he has a harmonica. Mm-hmm. Well, they and show it. They don't. They, they show. don't really explain it. They show it. Yeah, they show it. The movie, I mean, it explains it. But yes, they yeah. show it. And then they show what I loved is that they show that at the last minute, uh, Frank, just as he's dying, fucking realizes who he was. Yeah. Which I loved. I was like, oh goddamn, that is artistry. To it was be able re- to say it was really good. Yeah. To be able to to show you that Frank knew who killed him knew why he died mm-hmm. without having to like have him say it was great I mean, yeah. what is up Bobby? Ma, 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 ma. Ma, ma, ma. 
He looks so tired. He, he is, you could just he tell he, he just, just wants to go to sleep, but he won't he do does. it. He does. He's like, I want to go to sleep, but I, I don't want to go to sleep in this position. <laughs> I want to go to sleep sitting up whilst I'm I can, standing. I can see his eyes starting to like, he's doing some long blinks. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, I also like that Cheyenne, they introduce him and it's like, oh, he's a bad. By the way, the scene where they introduce Cheyenne, the entire scene is fucking amazing. Can we say that? I thought he was going to be the, ba- the bad, bad guy. I, yeah, I, I thought so too. I, I really, I really thought he was going to be. He he runs in having just escaped police custody, right? Mm-hmm. And then he shows up and he's like, immediately shows up there with the shackles, and he's like, and you can already tell, like, oh, this this is a bad guy. Yeah. And then as he's there, he's like looking around, like, what the fuck is that? And then he takes like a a light, throws it, and then you see fucking Bronson just sitting there mm-hmm. in the like, corner playing and harmonica. Th- can I? That fucking scene was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. A thousand percent. It was so good. Like, does it make sense? No, because (laughs) half the time I'm like, wait, uh, I think it was at that point that when the music is playing a harmonica, I suddenly went like, oh, that's him playing the harmonica. (laughs) And not just the score. Yeah. A thousand percent. I I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, because it's it's seamlessly the score. Like, it's like the score of the movie. (laughs) It just sounds like it's part of the score. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And they show him and then they kind of show these two guys kind of like having mm-hmm. a dick measuring contest being oh, like yeah, who's sure. the batter ass and they kind of are like i can, they kind you can see it in their faces this mm-hmm. is all said while they're just talking about like hey how are you is yeah. you can see it in their faces where they're kind of like i can tell you're a fucking problem yeah they're sizing they're sizing each other up yeah, yeah. For and sure. they're like but are you going to be a problem towards me yeah and that's the big thing where he's like letting them play with the gun moving around like talking doing all these things they're kind of sizing each other they're kind of testing each other to see like how like are you like you're pro- you're obviously a problem yeah but are you my problem right, right and then they kind of leave being like okay you're not my problem so now i guess you're good and then yeah. you then see cheyenne be show up to this chick's place and be like why the fuck would i kill your husband yeah like they say you think i killed my they killed i killed your husband i wouldn't kill your husband because even though i'm a bad guy i wouldn't kill a kid that's yeah. that's not right. I have morals. Yeah. He's he's, like, he's he says basically uh um th- that's like killing a priest. Like it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. I and I, I there's nothing I love more than bad guys who have morals. <laughs> and this movie, all the bad guys have morals, right? Every single one. Nobody's nobody's great. Like even uh Charles Bronson has the scene where he like manhandles Claudia for some reason. And yeah. you it's like it's not really explained why. He just like kind of does. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. He's kind of just probably probably just trying to turn her on. By being like, this is what uh, this is what chicks like, right? Yeah, right. They like it when I just grab you and throw you around and then I walk do, out. I do like that Cheyenne is a um, Cheyenne is kind of like the nice of the you know of all the all three of them. Like Frank is the absolute bad guy, right? Yeah. Charles Bronson is like the a badass anti-hero, I guess. He's completely indifferent to everything. Yeah, and Cheyenne is the is the, like nice guy. <laughs> yeah, like Cheyenne has that great. There's that great line where he's talking to Jill, and he's like trying to sort of put her at ease, but not really. And he goes, "Jill, you remind me of my mother. She was the biggest whore in Alameda and, and the finest woman who that ever lived. Whoever my father yeah. was for an hour or for a month, he must have been a happy man." What's crazy is that in that scene, like, there is he, clo- ex- he clocks her as a prostitute there. Like he yeah. gets it. Yeah. And it's crazy how in this scene, he's basically sitting there just trying to talk to her, mm-hmm. being like, I I didn't kill your husband. Yeah. I didn't kill your husband. You, I have no problem with you. You should have no problem with me. 
And then he's also like, because there's this weird thing where she's kind of like, are, there's some type of sexual violence you're pushing towards me. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Let me put you at ease with that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah. fucking rape you. And it's like, I really like that scene. I like that scene because they establish he's not just a badass. Yeah. He's, he's a bad guy, but not that bad. And he's like, yeah, but I wouldn't fucking rape a woman. Get that. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. That's, that's he, not who I am. He also and, like, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, um, that scene also kind of establishes like it's interesting to see like how they wrote the female character in this like the one woman in this whole thing she's a badass like she takes care of herself the whole time she's Mm -hmm. not a damsel in distress no because she she like yeah because she is like if you're gonna fucking rape me go ahead i don't give a shit yeah i basically telling him like you're not gonna scare me with your fucking with with your presence yeah and well, what I her, like is that her she line, her line about about like one hot bath and I'm good as new is like, yeah, it's so good. Basically being like, you can do whatever you want to me. It doesn't fucking affect me. You know? Yeah. Like, like you, I, you I'm are still not worth something. Yeah. Basically, what she's t- telling to him is like, I am not afraid of you just yeah. because you're 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 a fucking just because you're you're scary. Yeah. You don't scare me. So it's like, go fucking do what you if you're going to fucking rape me, just go rape me. And then he's like, hey, I, I I'm not that bad. I don't fucking rape people. And what I like is as they leave in that scene, I'm like, I think he's got a crush on her. Yeah. Which then comes back later on because it's like he does have a crush on her. And what I, again, I really like Cheyenne in this because what happens at the very end of the movie, Charles Bronson comes back into the house. Mm-hmm. She gives a look of Charles to Charles Bronson like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah. Cheyenne sees that and then he's like, okay, no, I, I was I, like, I can see that you have nothing. You have no feelings towards me. This, this, these feelings I have is one way. And he's yeah. like, all right, cool. I'm going to go. No, Bye. no worries. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course you find out that he left just to die, which yeah. is <laughs> so sad. That was sad. That was like really, yeah. uh, I was like, no. Cause I, again, I really like Cheyenne. Yeah. Charles Bronson is like, again, he's just a, a being of like, he is, a, he is a force who happens to be the good guy because yeah. the force he is attacking is a bad guy. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was trying to transport him. And you woke and him up, he you woke monster. Up. Uh, he'll go right back to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is a force of like... Jeez, he's like not having it. Mm. He's a force of good. Which is lucky oh. for everybody because he could very easily not be a force of good. Yeah, um, yeah I really like that. Uh, the, the quote, by the way, for... Um, that Claudia, that Jill, Mrs. McBain says is um, basically like you can rape me or whatever. And then she says, when you're finished, all I'll, all I'll need is a tub of boiling water and I'll be exactly what I was before. And just with just another filthy memory. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, that just makes it like she's a whore from a whorehouse. Of course, like she's she's like, what are you going to do to me that hasn't just, already been done? Yeah, pretty much. Which I really like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and again, again, I just I love I love how they painted Cheyenne as like the good guy. Again, mm-hmm. and Bronson is just a force. He yeah. is a man for a singular purpose. Yeah. And that is like, I have been after this purpose since I was a fucking teenager. Yeah. And now that I'm here, I'm ready to do this. Nothing is going to stop me. I don't care about the broads, nothing. The only reason I'm a good guy in this movie is because the bad guy is so bad. Yeah. Like, otherwise, I'd be, otherwise, I'd just be indifferent to everything. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, although, although you do get the the sense that he does have like some morals that he would like not, you know. Well, everyone has morals in this, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And even the even Frank, the bad guy, he shows up to Charles Bronson at the very end of the movie and is like, "Hey, let's do this." 
Mm-hmm. You're here. Obviously, you're here to kill me. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking duel. And then you see them like put their guns away. They slowly put their stuff in there. And I'm like, oh, at least he has them. He has the decency of being like, this is going to be a fair fight. Yeah. I, he could have just shown up and like shot him from the back. Oh, yeah, for sure. But instead he was like, no, no, no. If if this is how I'm going to go, this is I'm going to go the right way. Yeah. And then you sorry. Yeah. And then you but, get that fucking great scene that again, Sergio Leone has an act for making like these like, OK, the the draw scenes, the yeah. what do you call it? The duel scenes. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Like it is so tense. It is oh, for so sure. fucking tense. For sure. And the whole time you see that uh, <laughs> that Charles Bronson is having like a flashback <laughs> to like and that's how you see via flashback why he's doing all this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fucking yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Um, what else, Dragon? Oh, the uh, man. One of the lines I loved was uh, Frank. He was talking to to uh, some someone from the town, and he's like, "How can I trust you? you? You wear you wear pants with a belt and suspenders. You don't even trust your own pants." That was to Wobbles. That was to the uh, the the uh, laundry Chinese laundry guy. <laughs> so. That was such a great line. That was a really good line. Again, this movie has like 10 lines of dialogue and all of them are brilliant. <laughs> well, I, I so basically in 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 terms of dialogue, I think Cheyenne talks the most. Mm-hmm. Frank talks a lot. It's it's Charles Bronson that doesn't talk very much. Claudia well, yeah, talks he's, a lot. He's literally the uh you know, speak softly but carry a big stick. Yeah, for sure. Um anything else dragon? Dragon, whatever thoughts you have i would check my notes but i'm now in the baby's bedroom uh did you like to get him to sleep did you like that one of the last things cheyenne does uh on this planet is uh tap the butt of claudia and tell her (laughs) pretend like it's nothing (laughs) well i also like that he how he explains it which is like these guys are working for you they're working hard they're doing this go out there give them water just to see a pretty woman like you is going to make their day and you know what someone might tap your butt just yeah just just pretend that nothing's happening and it's like i i understand what he's saying <laughs> so yeah. yes i understand that what he's saying which is like these men yeah like they would make their day if you just went out there because you're very you're a very beautiful woman if you just yeah. went out there and said hi to them it would make their fucking day and one of them might be like oh i'm gonna tap your butt don't let that ruin your day yeah don't let don't let that asshole ruin it for everyone else his, well his exact his exact line is uh and if one of them should uh pat your behind just make believe it's nothing they earned it like and they're building <laughs> they're literally building her a town yeah. like you know like she owns it so it, it is, and it started with cheyenne's men yeah yeah so yeah yes so he's basically like hey girl mm-hmm. i hooked you up with this so follow my rules anyway tap the butt and then move on anyway that's that's a new line i'm gonna start using on the subway <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> godspeed <laughs> new york chicks will fucking beat the shit out of you <laughs> you're not gonna is that gonna go well? uh, uh, all right dragon what else dragon tell me what else do you i uh i do also like the fact that there's a point where charles bronson helps frank because yeah. he's like no 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 your men are out to kill you yeah um that's not right I'm the one who's going to fucking kill you. So I'm going to save you. Yeah. And I love it because you have this scene where they're both kind of like the the bad guy and the good guy of the movie have to work together. And you see them kind of like look at each other and be like, okay, we're working together right now. And mm-hmm. then they keep moving on. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was great. Um, the the only thing I didn't like was the fucking weenie of a fucking, uh, uh, of uh, what's it called? The rich the, guy? The guy who, 
Yeah, the guy who builds a railroad. Yeah. That fucking he was just a weenie. But I mean, they they played him to be that, right? He had yeah, tuberculosis. Yeah. He, he had was fucking crippled. tuberculosis of the bones, more yes. specifically, which I did not know was a thing, and I'm not entirely sure is. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, they had to just make him, you know, somehow somehow uh, physically unable to do things. Yeah. Because it made him more of a weenie. Yeah, it did. But even still, especially he was like, especially in this age, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. You don't have your body. You're not a capable man, kind of thing. And and yet he's like, I still have my mind. Yeah. And yet he kind of does because he's got my, he's got a shit ton of money. He's able to bribe uh, Frank's men into killing him. Yeah. Although he then dies because uh, during that little firefight, because basically Cheyenne like escape in the scene that they don't show. Cheyenne escapes. Which I can't believe to... they didn't show it because I can't imagine they didn't cut it for time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were probably like, this is too fast paced. <laughs> Cheyenne escapes from jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then goes to fucking, goes and kills all, pretty much all of Frank's men. And yep. his his men then go and have a big war and kill all of Frank's men, including the railroad guy. Yep. Yep. It fucking again i can't believe they did they, they, they didn't cut it for time <laughs> i think maybe it was just one too many extras or something like that they just were like uh, we can't yeah, they yeah. probably just ran out of cost or maybe he was just like nah i, I like that it's implied right the story is not about the gunfights the gunfights are boring well we the did thing- also we did already have cheyenne escape from custody once so i don't think you yeah. really need to show it again and i i think i think leone is like no 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 the, them firing the guns is boring that's yeah. the boring part. The f- the fun of this movie is the build up to the firing of the gun. Yeah. So if I just have them show up to a fucking and then have like 40 people die because of a gunfight, that's a boring scene. Yeah. Like I can't set up any tension with that. So I think that's what he kind of did. He was just like it's just not it doesn't it doesn't fit with the pace. It's just too fast for yeah. the rest of the movie. And I would be like, yeah, that kind of would make that that would make sense. It would be a different movie. Yeah. Um and then the what else dragon? Oh. Again, I just want to remind you, I'm away from my notes right now. <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to go from memory. That's okay. Um, did, did you like the fact, again, Claudia, is, I, I do like one thing you pointed out, which is like Claudia is very capable because yeah. in the scene where Frank shows up to, to basically like come to her, she, instead of being like, I'm not going to be raped, instead yeah. I'm going to voluntarily bang you yeah, and to save my own ass. And that's yeah. kind of what she does. Exactly. She, she has agency. She's, she has agency she, through the whole movie. She seduces him, Shrek. Yeah. Would you say that? Well, and she's not even lying to him about it, right? Yeah. Like he, like he knows exactly what she's doing. She is saving her own ass, and he's like, "I know you're saving your own ass." And she's like, "Yeah." Like, oh, no. yeah like what else of would I do? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah no, she, I'm no fucking dummy. She has agency. She's trying to sell her property to which is like doesn't really work. This is the, again. This is the property dispute. The, the entire movie is just a property dispute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking funny. Um, but yeah, that's all right, Dragon. Do you have any other anything else you want to talk about before um, we finish this bad boy off? I don't. I mean, there's so many good quotes. I'm like looking at all the quotes right now. There's so many good quotes, but it, like, it's just you. I I shouldn't say all of them because I'm just gonna read the whole script. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all twenty minutes, all ten minutes of the script? Yeah, all ten minutes of the script. <laughs> oh, it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, I like the part where um. You know, with the with the super rich guy, they basically explain like that man's money means more than all the guns and like yeah, like the importance of like just having a bunch of fucking cash and how far that'll get you in life. Which you're like, yeah, you can be as big of a badass as you want, but it's not going to beat the five grand that that rich man can give somebody to kill you. You know. Yep, and and he shows it later on, mm-hmm. but then I guess it was too much. Basically, basically he's like, this can command 
because mm-hmm. I can buy, I can buy soldiers. Yeah. And then he's like, guess what? Guess who can't, you can't buy though. You can't buy a good man who's yeah. Cheyenne. And yeah. Cheyenne is the one who d- basically does him in because, you know, you, you, he couldn't buy him off. Yeah. He, he could buy the guns, but he couldn't buy off the good men, basically. And I, I kind of like that dichotomy, even though I'm like, maybe I'm thinking into it more than uh, the scripted, but mm-hmm. I kind of did like that, the, what, what they were trying to say there. All right, Dragon. Uh, any final thoughts? I think, I think that's it. Um, do you have... Oh, wait, oh, there's, wait there's one quote from Jill that I, I really want to say from Claudia. She says that... Yeah, uh, you don't look like you don't you don't look at all like the noble defender of poor defenseless women widows. But then again, I don't look like a poor defenseless widow. So, <laughs> so fucking, fucking great lines. Great that lines is is so good. Oh man, that is a good line. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, dragon. So let's let's finish this off there, right? Final yeah. thoughts. Um, I ten out of ten. I really loved it. I don't. I also don't like westerns, and this was just a a solid movie. And again, mm-hmm. it beautiful, gorgeous, just like absolutely such a pretty movie. Um, um, would Would you give this a Smashly or a Trashly? Oh, Smashly, of course. Smashly, of course. Okay. Um, what about you, Bruno? What do you What do you think? What are your final thoughts? Man, I, I, same same here. I tend to not like westerns. Mm-hmm. I tend to not like slow movies. And, and like slowly paced movies and yet this one just everything was perfect again we could easily cut this down and make it like a 70 75 minute movie yeah and i would be like so much as well like all the tension is gone from the movie you yeah. like all the tension all the badassery all the just the scenes of people walking you establish like holy shit these guys are fucking badasses mm-hmm. the final scene where the final shootout is like dude these guys just slowly walked away from each other and then stood there, stared at each other, zoom into the eyes. Mm-hmm. George Monson never blinks in this movie, by the way. No. And yet they shoot, and suddenly you're like, like that was so fucking tense. Even though I knew George Monson was gonna win. Yeah, for sure. Of course. And I again I love the scene where they're like, oh, uh, we're we're basically like Claudia and Cheyenne are in the room and they're like, like they both have this tense moment where they're like, I don't know who's walking in that door. Mm-hmm. It could be if it's Bronson, it's good. If it's Frank's, it's bad. And you feel that tension of like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And then Frank walks in. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Bronson walks in. And it's like, oh, okay. It's this amazing, just like little tension, little release. Even though as the audience, we already knew that Bronson won, won right? Yeah, Yet okay. there's still, they still went ahead and showed you that tension and was able to build it with just a scene. Anyway, uh, yeah, fucking 10 out of 10, Dragon. This is a fucking, like, this is really good. The, it, man, it, it really, really is. The Italians took a system, uh, took a, a story, a story that was famous basically for like the first 70 years of cinema. Mm-hmm. Every movie was a Western. The mm-hmm. Italians were, just took that and were like, we, we can make it better <laughs> and did it. Did, so, did you did you know uh, uh, Claudia Cardinale or Cardinale? She's still working. She's 85 now. She's still, really? she's still a movie. Yeah. Her last her last role was in two, 2022. Really? What movie? Um, the Island of Forgiveness. We should watch that. <laughs> she plays Augustina. No, but... <laughs> anyway, um, Dragon, would you say that this movie has positive male role models for my son? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I... Which one? Frank? I, I actually am not 100% sure. I guess uh, Cheyenne would be the most positive one, which is weird because he he's the one that escaped from... Like, I think... He's the uh, one with morals. He's the one with morals, yeah. 
I, I think it might be Cheyenne, honestly. I, I think all of them have uh, different aspects. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not Frank, because Frank is I was just gonna say. A- evil. But like the Cheyenne, positive male role model, because it's like, well, I, I have a way of being. I'm yeah. a bad guy, but I still have a system of, of this is how I should act. This is how I should be. This is the person who I want to be and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and like he even through that, like, hey, I kill people. I'm a criminal. Yeah. But I'm still a nice guy. Um, so it's like it's able to separate his art from the man, the man from his art, right, Dragon? That's right. Yeah, separate right. separate the or the art from the man. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. and and Charles Bronson, I like because he just shows up to town and he's like, I have a singular purpose, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna let anyone get in my way. And like again, I, I like the fact that he just shows up and is like, there's a pecking order. And I am at the top of that pecking order. And you see every interaction he has with another guy, even mm. with Claudia, is like, where do we stand on this pecking order? Yeah. And it's, I really liked when him and Cheyenne first met, because again, it was like this scene where like, they both are just like, they both acknowledge that each other are fucking badasses, yeah. but they're like, okay, but you're not, you have nothing against me. So, and even then, like Charles Bronson was like, these coats, like these, uh, someone tried to kill me wearing these coats, and he was like, "None of my, well, oh, number one, my guys don't die." So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically, he says these. Hello, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he's sorry. I thought it disconnected. No. Basically, he says uh, these guys, they're, they're not my guys. So your problem's not with me. So you got to yeah. figure out who the fuck those are. Yeah. But I, I, I love that little like. It, it's kind of like watching two dogs like walk up to each other and just growl. Yeah. And then just walk away, and it's like somewhere they figured out that like you're not my enemy. And then just moved on. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, Berto. I, I guess that's it. male role models for my boy, Dragon. Yeah, again, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're yeah. not wrong. And I think Claudia, also positive female role model because she was like, guys, I could douche on the regular mm-hmm. for money. You think your fucking intimidation of sexual violence is going to scare me? Get the yeah, fuck right. out of like, here, you pieces of shit. Yeah, right. You think that shit scares me? Like, I'm the fuck out of here. I'm always impressed when movies of this era have strong female leads with like actual agency and character development. Well, I think that they're they they're there more so than well, not that they're there more so than they're not, but they're very well represented when they're there. Yeah. I think that something happened in the last ten years. Well, like we both know what happened, right, Target? But I don't know, but but basically, I think in the last <laughs> I ten years, I don't I don't know what you mean, but that's fine. <laughs> no, I think I think in the last ten, maybe even twenty years, like we've been thinking like, well, we have to show strong female characters because mm-hmm. they've never been shown. And I'm like, well, they have been shown. It's just different ways. You just yeah. don't want to admit it. Like she, she's a character who has strong, is a strong female character. Yeah. But I feel like they're like, no, no, no. We want, we want the girl to be the gunfighter. And it's like, so ah, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense for that. So I heard, I was listening to a podcast a while ago and the guest on the podcast who, I don't remember her name. She was talking about like, basically her, her thing was, I like it when movies don't just put women in to have women in it, because I would rather if your movie is not interested in women, I would rather just not have women in it than uh, yeah, have I you agree. like be lazy and add these characters with no development and and nothing behind them where they're just like, you know, vapid like caricatures of a woman or Look, of, you like, don't have- of a person. Generally, you, you don't have to you don't have to insult Ray from Star Wars <laughs> that, like that. OK, come on. 
I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, but like, it's true though. Like I, if you're gonna, if you are, if you do not have the ability or the interest in making a a female character be an actual person, then don't, then don't write them. I fully agree. Fully agree. I'd rather have a movie with, with all guys Mm -hmm. and then just have a a woman who's just there to be like, oh, you're a prize to be one. Like that is a more interesting story than them being like, let's put a woman in and uh we don't know how how women talk or how they develop characteristics or anything like that and it's like that's just like it's it's not even the the problem is not that you put like oh my god you put a woman it's like you like put in a character that just doesn't fit and it's just stupid yeah and it's like it's insulting to my intelligence that you think that this it's insulting to me that you think that people this is what people want they just want uh, uh an extra character yeah it's like no well, we, we it's, want we want a character that's developed like you want yes. a rocky that's well developed not it's, to it's just like, put a female into rocky it's fundamentally like misunderstanding what people are asking for when they're asking for more women and stuff right like, correct yes you're, you're like not getting the point is the problem or or a good a good example of this is all your your beloved woke movies dragon no okay. but it it is a thing where it's like it, it's the same thing now they're that that's happening with like gay or trans characters where they're mm-hmm. just putting putting them in for no reason yeah where other than to be like haha we put a gay or a trans character in here or a woman character and it's like that's not what we wanted we wanted better characters that right. are fucking gay or tra- or a better character that is right. trans like a, a a a character that's fully fucking developed and like has me- has a role in the thing you know like yes. is important to the plot <laughs> everything everywhere all at once yeah everything yeah. like that's a perfect example it added to the movie yes all right I- i'll say this dragon you know what the wokest movie i can think of is what a league of their own <laughs> but because they're well developed fully fleshed out characters yeah. we- no one thinks of it like that because because it's a fucking it's a good movie it's that a great, it's happens a movie. to be about chicks playing fucking baseball do you do you want to watch it again for man's man what are we in april man steak and potatoes april yeah do you want to watch a league of the no Rock? i'm gonna watch i'm telling you right now i'm gonna watch that fucking tv show and just hate watch it and then one day of the, on this i'm just gonna fucking be angry That's i'm gonna true. and i'm gonna be like the i think the worst part of this is that it used to be that six people watch this show yeah i made it seven <laughs> <laughs> i think i think the worst part is gonna be you complaining about how they don't understand baseball Will it be? Because I probably. Yeah, knowing you, yeah. I, I was I was explaining to you yesterday about how like the one thing I love about a league of their own is that how they ex- how they understand baseball yeah. and how as a fan of baseball, it's like it's so obvious to me that that movie loves baseball. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we got to move on. We're not talking okay, about okay. league of their own. We'll, we'll do that next week. So do you want to know what I'm gonna, what I picked for next week? Yes, Dragon. What are we going to do next week for Steak and Potatoes, April? We are truly doing a steak and potatoes movie i just need you to know that so Mm -hmm. we are going to watch 2018's the meg verto which is finally streaming okay so this movie is directed by john turtle taub and it's starring uh jason statham and lee bing bing and ruby rose and some other people okay Um, besides jason statham i'm assuming you made up all those other names go ahead um it is uh on prime it's actually an hour 53 which i'm surprised i thought it was like mate tops 90 minutes but it's fine <laughs> we'll both survive <laughs> uh yeah we we're gonna watch jason statham fight a big shark and i can't wait <laughs> i'm so All excited right. dragon why don't you go ahead and send us off oh uh oh, oh okay bye uh, okay bye